Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining episode three of the David and Greg show. Um, we're going to start with some really, really positive news, and we have formalized the dates to our user conference, Cashbook Rising 2021. So, Greg, do you want to, to announce the dates? Yeah, sure. The 22nd, 23rd of uh, September. So we are on the countdown less than, uh, less than 100 days to go. So, um, yeah, we've got the dates booked. Um, so this year, I mean, unfortunately, it's going to be it's going to be an online conference. Um, we obviously are not in a in a position to do an in person conference due to the various regulations. Um, so we decided to do online, and we've also decided to do it regional. So on the twenty second, it's going to be EMEA, and on the twenty third, we are going to focus on the US and South America. Yeah, so that's that's great. So we get to we get to repeat some of it, but there'll be lots of regional differences. So we want to we want to cover that off, and maybe a different uh, group as well. With um, uh, also some new news, um, new hires for us. Um, just to, uh, Jim Payne has joined us, um, uh, expert in the XA world. So he's going to be helping us in the implementation sales side of things. He's uh, starting with us first of August and. Um, We've also got on the on the marketing side a new hire coming, uh, Deirdre, um, who's going to be helping us on the on the marketing side, and we're on the lookout for a new person to help us in the services implementation area. So, so Jim, Jim is obviously going to be a fantastic help. We said even on the conference, um, because obviously his his knowledge is going to be US focused, especially in the XA world. Um, so hopefully we'll have a, a number of customer success stories based on that. Um, client presentations. Um, so this morning we had our, our sort of our sort of breakthrough dates, and we were sort of setting our agenda, etc. Uh, so, so one of the key things that I sort of took from this morning's agenda setting was a big focus on on training. That um, a lot of a lot of training is going to be at hand during the conferences for anybody um, that wishes to sort of upskill, you know, their their cash book knowledge. Yeah, for sure, David. That's um, so right. I mean, if someone's going to spend take time out of their day, everyone's busy. So if we're going to run a session for six hours, we want to make sure we maximize uh, what they get out of it, people get out of it, because it's supposed to be for the users. So um, functionalities that they may not be aware of that they can do within our application. Um, some of the new developments that we've done, we want people to be aware of, um, I guess, business challenges, how people are using it. Uh, if we can get people to uh, network as well, um, I know that you know we've got a lot of customers uh, who have very similar business areas, and if they can uh, pick up some new things, um, even uh, share their experiences. In yeah, ways, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. The people yeah. don't. Uh, sometimes you're using the actual product, and and some of the modules slightly different than somebody else, but it's maybe sharing that experience that maybe you realize that you can do something quicker, better, faster, um, that you didn't, didn't, didn't realize. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that, that me and you find, David, I know when we go traveling, I always try and almost get behind the PC of the guys that we're working with, just say, just show me how you're using it. And there's usually half a dozen things that you can just show people that are like, oh, God, didn't realize. Well, I wish I'd known that, or, you know, they get trained, you know, the, the, the train by trainer, they never quite pick up all the things. So, um, and then if, if, if you lose the original person, yeah, 
that got the original training. Sometimes there's there's a bit of training lost in trans in translation as as you know new hires come in, you know, new people learn the product. Um, but as you said, once you sort of sit behind that desk and look at the screen, even items like views, you know, where people don't use the view function or little small items where a little bit of re-education in ways on the product, you know, can can work wonders. Yeah, um, yeah we, we go to a lot of trouble to develop the product and the software and then okay. it breaks my heart when I see people not using it. <laughs> to tell people how to use it probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and we'll get, I think we'll get, um, like we, I was going through sort of in my head before this call, David, all the places we've done conferences, we've done conferences in the Netherlands, um, in okay. the UK, Eton, Eton near Windsor, uh, in Windsor, and it was such a beautiful location. Of course, the US conferences, um, and we kind of went through that, Chicago. Chicago, Washington, Cincinnati. Yeah, but we haven't done as much in Europe recently. No, um, I think this is why, I know it's, it's not in person, but I think that this online, conference it just means that it's accessible to maybe to more people that you can fit in like when you see the agenda you can you don't have to give up your whole day there might be some certain part of the agenda you want to attend so you can it's very easy to sign up um also just may, maybe mention that you know when we're reaching out to our customers and we will be reaching out as we get you know the the, the final agenda but if anybody has any ideas or topics or areas of cashbook that you would want highlighted as part of the conference and please reach out you know to any of the cashbook team we were delighted to sort of include it on the agenda yeah for sure and uh, even with the the remote conferences like we some of our customers have been surprised at, at how many users they have of our application so it's 20 users it's very hard to send 20 people to a conference um so um you know so what they can do is you know they can all line it sign in remotely and uh and that would be hopefully they all, they all get the benefit from it you know mm -hmm. very cheap training for everybody i suppose one of the key things will also be the the launching of our web solution v6 yeah yeah you we're know, really excited about that every so um that's one of the things that um over the lockdown has been really benefited we've had the uh, ability to really focus on our on our products development and um I've been uh, contacting a few people, showing them what we were up to on that, showing the new capabilities. Um, sneak previews. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just getting really good feedback too. It's, um, you know, some of the new functionality, which we're uh, freezing panes, creating your own views, the sorting, the searching. It's something that, you know, lots of these things have come up over the last 10 years as we wish you could do this. And, I think we've got so much to show there. So Even um, what I usually get is um, the reporting capabilities. Um, we do within the current version, we have a lot of standard reporting, but in the web solution, the reporting capabilities are, are just fantastic. Um, instantaneous graphs, pie charts, bar charts, column graphs, you know, it's done in seconds. Um, it's just being able to tell the story. <laughs> Yeah. But but it it looks and looks and feels you know you know su such a difference. It looks really really well. Yeah yeah yeah. I know we're working hard on that, and there's a there's a really a good team passionate about doing it. They've been with the uh, one of the nice things all our developers a lot of them have got so much experience in the product. They know exactly what they don't need a lot of direction. They know what it's supposed to do. All the things. Um, and I suppose towards I suppose the you know when we finished up in the conference with Mary O'Brien. Um, she'll give a, I suppose, a product roadmap um, of 
where are we sure. moving? Yeah, where we're going. Um, so, so Mary's still, uh, yeah, just as a, as a as a as a sidebar to the uh, the web application is um, uh, there's a few other things we've got going on. Um, one of our a client came to us early this year, and uh, they wanted um, us to manage deductions better and. Uh, so for the start of this year, we've uh, been, been working really hard on, on, a, on getting a deductions uh, module that can facilitate you know, workflow and, and clearing deductions and um, lots of good progress. I've been showing it to a lot of clients in the UK as well who've been quite interested, um, existing customers. And deductions is a, um, has, has spread from the North American issue to being a really a, a UK, European issue. Very much in the UK as well. Um, yeah. It's like you you create deduction, but what do you do after you create it? You know, do you have a sort of a management tool that can actually manage the deduction, investigate the deduction, reclassify it if you have to, or reassign it even? Yeah. You know, approve or reject. Um, yeah, yeah. And as you said, rightly said that this new deduction management module, you know, does all of that. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, sorry, Greg, didn't mean to cut across, but even. As you develop that module, it sort of pulls in collections in a small way. Yeah, yeah. We just that's one area that we've it's been a bit of a surprise. We had this information and said, "Geez, a lot of this capability is good for collections as well." Um, and uh, so we've we've uh, we've expanded that out, and we've been getting some great feedback from customers as to what needs to be done to enhance that further. But but having the information that we've got in our database, the um, the open invoices being able to clear things down, uh, the approvals, the um, and the promise to pays. Uh, there's so much that collections capability uh, built in there. So we're um, look expanding that out and trying to show it to new users. So uh, I actually, um, I actually did a presentation uh, to one of our customers in the UK, um, looking to upgrade, and they wanted to see the new features of deduction management collections. But one of the the nicer features they thought was that promise to pay feature where we automatically create that template list the invoices that are you know as oh, part of the yeah. promise to pay but as they mentioned that we can automate that back in um through our um, email portal you know once somebody pays on on that template that we can or obviously our data extraction tool will pick up that promise to pay template and as such you have full automation and that receipt coming back on your bank statement mm-hmm. um, which is which is a quite nice feature you've I thought you know one one template that that fits all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, partnerships. Um, yeah, yeah. Partnerships are partnerships have been massive this year. Um, we signed a customer in in South America to through one of our. I mean, we are a partner of Infor, but it was through one of we say Infor's partners, um, one of the channel partners called CTN Global. So we're doing a fantastic, um, a big uh, bank reconciliation project in South America. In fact, we have a go live, Greg, in um, in Guatemala. So, in Guatemala, they're using cashbook bank reconciliation for the very first time. Excellent, so, excellent. So that's 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 something to, to cheer about. And and I see an info partner um, brought us along a client. And... Yeah, um, again to another info channel partner, IS um, ISE. Um, so a company called Milwaukee Forge are using our global payments. Um, they're an XA customer. Um, so yeah, I mean, fantastic news. They went live, we say, in the last we say, a number of weeks. Um, and so far, so good. Uh, you know, everything is, is, is very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a couple, of, I think we had a UK customer going live in the Cash App as well just the other week. Also, I know Mary was looking at one there. 
uh, as well as sort of smaller ongoing projects um, in the in the UK. We had one they I think they're getting paid with uh, Sage Pay, and there's an awful lot of complexity around that. They've got some internet payments, and they uh, have to they get payments one amount on their bank statement. It relates to about fifty different customers. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and and PayPal files are becoming yeah. more and more common over people are receiving the sort of files from PayPal. But as you said, the detail is within the file and in the mm. bank statement have has one single amount. Yes. Yeah. To try and reconcile not so much the bank reconciliation, but it's it's the the the, the receipt reconciliation in, in, in a way that mm. how do I reconcile that one that one amount of my bank statement against my PayPal file, which which we can do. Um, Mm -hmm. The um, so Infor partnership, we're just uh, renewing vows at the moment, so it's nice. Um, and uh, but we've got a, a really interesting strategic uh, uh, partnership with Order to Cash, uh, which is where you've David, you've been getting a bit of training on, and I've been training yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I've been learning the product more, so so hopefully we can sort of upsell that as well, because uh, um, it complements with a cash book, you know, really really generously. Um, everything around the invoicing and a little bit of collections as well. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it adds so much value with it to the to the presentations we've been doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. People just you know getting your invoices out to your clients. Um, there's a lot of so obviously that's it's crucial. But being able to see has the have the customer actually received the invoice? Have they um, have they viewed it? Um, so because they're never going to pay it if they haven't they haven't received it. So that they take, they're really digitizing that process and also their linkages in with governments as well. So a lot of governments are looking for all the invoicing to go to them. So that, that secondary channel, they manage that and uh, they manage it very well. They've got some huge customers and um, a really good, uh, you know, it's a, I think it's gonna be a hand in glove relationship there. Where, uh, and also we're trying, doing it, hopefully a little bit of development for the user conference so that our customers could actually see the the image of the invoice if they're using the AutoCash application as well. Yeah. So, um, so good stuff there. I have a presentation with them at the top of the hour. So once we finish this podcast, I'm, I'm jumping on to a Straight presentation on to it, yeah. with AutoCash. Yes. Um, so stuff. we're working with it with the 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 Dutch office, sort of a big the, they're headquartered in the Netherlands, and and they also have an office in New York. So Pauline heads up the office in New York, and we're dealing with. Neely in, in, in the Netherlands. So it's it's really exciting times. Um, plenty of leads. So I think both 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 sales directions. teams are, are are busy at the moment with the various presentations. Yeah, um I guess on the, the other things on the development side is we're engaging with some uh, Microsoft uh, uh, we've so uh, started up a partnership with them. Yeah. Um, so we want to uh, integrate our product, put it on Azure uh, platform. And um, and get deep integration to Dynamics 365 because some of our clients are moving to 365, so we want to offer the same level of integration that they've got with their existing ERP systems. So Dynamics 365 and and also Oracle, we're talking to a company that does Oracle integration as well because that for for our projects that back end integration back into the system is is crucial. So we want to get our products certified in those different ERP systems and then. Um, uh, you know, it enables us to expand. And if you change your ERP, you can still keep all the automation capabilities you've got with with Cashbook. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, it just means that you change the ERP, but everything else is is sort of stays the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was explaining that to someone. So they they said, well, what if we change from an, this IBM AS400 system on 
on the Friday, and then we'd go to a different an SQL system on the on the Monday. I said, what would change for our users? And I was saying, well, nothing. Um, our application doesn't change no matter what the backend uh, interfaces. So, uh, and then we just create a different outbound file depending on the ERP we work with. Exactly, yeah. So it, it really, I was, I was saying, oh my God, that's going to be hard if we change it. It's not, it actually simplifies things. We might retrieve the customer data differently, or as you mentioned, we might update um, that output file slightly different, but for the the ordinary with a cash app user, nothing changes, is different because yeah. it's still cash book. <laughs> yeah, and we, we're working right now on a, on a project with two different versions of the same ERP and, and doing the same thing. So two things at the same time. Multi-environment. So Multi-environment, okay. yeah, yeah. So that is, uh, I think that has, it's it's something we're gonna expand upon more, but say a company wants to move to SAP and they've got 10 divisions on SAP and five divisions on um, an old XA or a BPIC system or something like that, then it'll be, how can you run a shared service center with two different ERP systems? So hopefully we can give them one platform for the cash. Because normally we're so ideal with, with say, you know, companies who have one environment and they might have, you know, multiple entities within that environment. Mm. So with, with separate environments, so can we start to pay across or if we receive money, can we allocate that money across the two different environments or? Yeah, that's, the, just, that's the idea. And uh, now you, you can, of course, you can keep it separate if you say, right, we don't want this company looking at this other environment, but we want to give our customers the flexibility to see to have the cash, if, if the cash needs to be split across two environments, we want to give them that opportunity. And we also want to give, because so much of what we've got, we've got all these bank account balances in our system. You know, if you've got 50, 60 bank accounts, how much cash have I got? Well, you, you don't want to go into two different ERPs to see it. You want to, you should be able to see it through our application. Okay, okay, that's that's really progression. Mm, mm. Every year there's been a, trying to get to that point and i think we've yeah. we've got further than we've ever got before and it's uh and with this project once we get it live and which should be you know it should be in the, by the end of june um i think that's a real big tick in the box for us absolutely you mentioned earlier greg was when we were talking about the conference having we said jim payne who was a new hire who would be available you know to i suppose to talk everything xa but do you want to expand a little bit was it on jim and his experience and the, the value and He's going to bring to Cashbook. Yeah, yeah, did I do? He um, like it's uh, he's came from. He was with Kerry Foods. He was an IT manager, um, and he's also done finance jobs as well. So he's like a, um, a true unicorn. So he's got, <laughs> done RPG programming for God's sakes. And um, so he's um, so we've got a common a real tech, a really strong technical resource, a really strong finance resource. And, uh, and and a super guy as well as we've we've known him for a number of years. So I think he's he's going to fit in our culture of looking after customers because that's who he is. You know, he's just a, and uh, that, that's who we are as people. You know, looking after the projects, making sure they're successful. So I think he's going to be um, going to be a key person for us in the Americas and start. You know, and we'll build a team around his him and 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 Barb. So we want to get that U.S. team. It's such a big part of our revenue base. Uh, we want to expand into North America and uh, add more support um, and more resources as we as we start servicing more and more customers. Okay, yeah, it sounds it sounds really really exciting. I know from a sales point of view, was that the, the sort of more resources we have in the U.S. I mean, you know, the better it is. You know, once you're on a, a demo or a presentation, you know, you'll always be asked what what is your 
you know, your footprint in the US, um, even though we have, you know, 65 to 70% of our customer base, the law of us ask about, you know, the support and the resources, you know, at hand and, you know, being able to add Jim to that team. I mean, for me, I know it's, 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 it's going to add value to, you know, to my US presentations. Yeah, it shows our commitment to, you know, yeah. to that market and we just it's going to grow and grow and we so we are looking to add people i think in 2022 i think um i think we'll be adding adding a lot more so um okay oh. i think we've you have come maybe towards towards the end we've kept this all cash book and not, um, much, not much crack today dave we're, we're all business today we didn't talk about COVID once so we not once yeah and we both got vaccinations as well we don't need to talk about it anymore yeah. Yeah, we're actually we're only a meter apart, I think, I think we're, mm-hmm. because we got our, our vaccination. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, we'll, um, we'll, we'll keep going. And uh, thanks for coming on today, guys. Um, we'll, um, we'll be in touch again. We've got some more news yeah. about the conference. There'll be some again, emails going out to customers. Yeah, so, so keep those dates, September 22nd, September 23rd, free. Um, as we said, if you have any, um, if you would like any input in the conference, if you would like to see any sessions or or any topics raised, please, you know, reach out to the Cashbook team. We would like to, to add, add them in. And anyone thinking of applying for the uh, support role in for info at cashbook.com, if you wanted to send your CV in there, um, we'd be uh, delighted to see it. We're looking for uh, people to implement our product um, coming from a fi- you know, finance technology background. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to, trying to add people. We're looking also for um, Angular developers, so uh, people who can um, uh, build out our, our front end as we add more uh, capabilities to our products. So um, it's from a Java base as well, that's kind of the, the background. But most, we've got a lot of uh, back-end developers, probably more the front-end development side that we're looking to add to. Um, people with experience in the finance modules uh, of SAP, Oracle, and Dynamics are also uh, interesting to us. That's okay. all. That's, that's really it. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Till next month. Bye-bye.